Hey, welcome to the Rainbow Boys, the fishing podcast for aspiring anglers and folks who don't fish yet. I am Dan. And I'm Nick. The Rainbow Boy community exists for one reason, right, Nick? We say it in every episode, and we can say that because this is the second episode we've ever recorded. We exist to inspire all to adventure, be it on the water or through the trees. We just want you to get out there and get your toes wet. Today, we're going to outline how you can get out on the water tomorrow morning and catch some fish for under 100 bucks. I'm talking license and all of your gear that you need if you're starting from scratch. No, I don't I don't believe it, Dan. I don't know. How dare you? You gotta prove it to me. At, you're looking at the same episode outline that I'm looking at. So I feel like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta yeah. We're talking license, we're talking gear top to bottom. There's a few different ways to do this. And we're gonna cover two. The first one is a lot more simple if you are tight on budget and not just money but your time. And this might be the best option for you. The second one is a little bit more involved. It takes some patience and it takes some research. So to start it off, no matter what you're gonna do, no matter what gear you're gonna end up with, you need a license. You need a Colorado state fishing license. You can find one online. Uh, there of course are links in the description for buying your online fishing license. You can also get one at a local fly shop or a tackle shop. You can also get one at Walmart. Now, Nick and I support a lot of local businesses. Not only are we passionate about conservation, but we're also passionate about our communities and keeping money within our communities. But we also know realistically, we can't just talk like that and say that all the time because not everybody has the, we don't, Nick and I don't have the resources to always be buying the most expensive equipment on the market from the nicest local shops. Sometimes you gotta start somewhere. And sometimes that somewhere is Walmart where you can one-stop shop all your gear. But we're gonna keep talking, we're gonna talk about gear in a second, but we're gonna start with fishing license. I'm just gonna quickly go over some of the pricing for Colorado fishing license. Now, it's 2023, it is the summer of 2023. I know these prices change a little bit sometimes. We've got another episode coming up and Nick's gonna do a deep dive into where your money goes when you actually invest in a fishing license and that money that pricing can change through the years is that is that right nick I, i'm not totally sure how much it can change or if you know much about that but so it is fixed uh, the typical buying season i guess of fishing licenses once everything's updated is the month of march that price has been set in march so it will not it's change set, it's until set at least march. for the year yep it yeah. will not change until march 24 if at all if you are 18 and up a fishing license is $39.71. That's for the year. Everyone, no matter your age, if you're of age and you're buying a license, you pay $11.50 for a wildlife habitat fee. That's just on it. But if you're over 18 and you're grabbing one, you're walking out the door with your license for $51, 51 bucks, which leaves us $49 to buy gear. Now, if you've got some family that you're taking out, I've got some great news because if they are 15 and under, they don't need a license. It's free. They have to abide by bag limits. The bag limits for those, for those aspiring anglers out there Bag limits is how many fish you can keep when you go out fishing. Now, Nick and I are a uh, catch and release crew. Not that that's the only way you have to do it. There's a You can still catch and keep your fish and cook them up and have a good old time, but that's to each angler's own choice. Kids under 15, free. 16 and 17, this is weird, Nick. I'm sure you're gonna talk about this on the next. If you've got a 16 or a 17 year old, it's 10.95 for some reason, for one year of fish. Introductory pricing. Introductory pricing. Just to get you warmed up to the reality that in, in a few years, you're gonna be paying the big bucks for fishing. You can also do one day fees for 15.55, which we encourage a lot of people to do. And we're gonna have some events coming up in the future for our trout tribe to just meet Nick and I out on some water. And we're gonna have some gear that you can use and practice with and play with to see how it feels, to see if you like it. And you can just grab a, a one day license for that. Step one, grabbing your license. You're looking at $51 and 21 cents. 
and you're set for the year. Next thing we got to do is roll up our pants and jump in there, grab some fish with our hands, right? That's step two. Or we, or we can like, like I said, we're going to run to Walmart and we've got some links down below. You know, I say Walmart because it's one of those large accessible stores that is really budget friendly for families who are strapped for cash or for time. Because our goal and what Nick and I know, and it's happened to us and it's happened to many people in the Trout Tribe that we've seen is that you can start small. And I heard a guy say this the other day, the tug is the drug. Once you, once you start wrestling them yeah. sweeties in the water and you yoink a cutie out of that bath, like you're, you're in it. Starting small is to be nothing to be ashamed of there. I, I have this combo, this, we, we're going to, we use the language combo rod. It's a rod and reel combo, which means you're, you can, as an angler, you can buy a rod by itself and you can buy a spinning reel separate, or you can buy a rod and reel combo together, but you can snag one of these like a very introductory one for 20 to $30. You get what you pay for. And we'll always say that, <laughs> you know, Nick and I have, we have our own stories of like, Hey, I got this rod. I spent 30 bucks on it and I broke it the first day I was out fishing. But then we also have stories of, I, I have the same similar rod and I fished on it for two years in college and like cod fish. And I, I don't know why it was great. Finding a rod and reel combo. And we're using, we're using language like this. So when you walk into the store, you can say to the person, they're like, Hey, you need any help? They're like, yeah, I'm looking for a rod and reel combo. That's $25. And they say, cool, right here. Check these out, man. You're like, what are you fishing for? And you say like, of course, rainbow trout, because I'm a rainbow boy. But you can also be fishing for bass, whatever. There's there's a lot of fish around the town. Once you've got your rod and reel combo, let's say 25 bucks. You want to be hunting for a tackle box. And another link that we have in the description is the Wakeman 55 piece fishing tackle set. Right now, when I'm looking at the prices, it's like 22 bucks. And these little starter kits are great because they're little boxes. They're easy for you and the kids because... They kind of have a little bit of everything you need. They come simply, I mean, you're simply looking for something that comes with a starter line, a fishing line, some hooks, some lures, maybe some weights and some bobbers. We're talking the basics. There you go. I just did it, Nick. That's 25 oh, plus man. 22 plus 51. That's like about a hundred bucks. Now, <laughs> this caveat, is this the best equipment? No. Is it enough to catch a fish and create a peak experience for your family and with your friends out on the water? Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. That's what this episode is about. Yes, we're going to have lots of episodes coming up where we talk about better equipment, elevating your tackle game, really investing in things when you start learning how to hunt for the fish that you're really excited to meet. That's going to change what you invest your money and what you save up for. This conversation is just for our aspiring anglers out there who are listening who don't fish yet. And Nick and I have been talking to these people the last few months, the last few weeks even of like, Hey, we're doing this thing, and they're like, "Oh, that's great." No, I just I don't have any gear. I don't even I don't really know where to start. So that's our that's our most accessible way. Like I said, Wakeman is not necessarily a brand that I fully believe in. I am learning how to fish on one of their introductory fly rods, and it's okay. It's not great. I took it to the fly shop to get it strung up and the guy called it a broomstick and it was so funny <laughs> and not out of disrespect but i was like hey man yeah it was a 30 dollar rod and reel combo and he's like this is a great and he even told me he was standing next to a wall full of fly rods and reels starting at $300 for the cheapest one and he's like this is great man this is a great way for you to start but you're going to outgrow it quickly once you start throwing this broomstick around on the water, is what he said, you're going to find reasons why uh, it's it's worth saving some money and time and investing in a nicer rod and reel, which it's the same if you're doing spinning reel fishing. Separate, it's not different in fly fishing. There's always an introductory point for you to find gear that works for your budget and will provide you and your friends and your family peak experiences out on the water. That's what we're all about. Okay, the second thing I wanted to talk about as far as the other method, maybe a fishier one, Nick and I 
feel a little bit more confident in doing this because we're nerds that shop around and look at fishing gear online regularly and watch a lot of YouTube channels. But Facebook Marketplace, man, Goodwill, estate sales, garage sales. God, on a day when it's too hot out to pull fishies out the water, when their bath water is, what is it, over 65 degrees, over 68, you know, and it's over 90 degrees outside. If you care about the fishies and conservation matters to you, you're not pulling fish out of the water on those days. Those are great days to, if you got an hour or two that you were going to hit the water, hunt around a little bit. I think, Nick, am I right that you and I are both, both of our spinner reels right now are Goodwill finds? Yeah, I was just shopping around because I, I broke my old one, the rod. And one of the base, best things about these rod and reel combos is mm -hmm. you can take the reel off. So yes. if something happens to your rod, you just unscrew the little threads and you still have your reel. Now those can get super expensive, but when you have one that's already lined out, all you need is a new rod. And so I was just out on Goodwill. I was driving home from work and I was like, well, I'm going to pull over and, and take a look and see what they have. Sure enough, I found one, $5. Five bucks for the combo. No. So it was, it was just the rod because I, I kept my old, okay. my old reel from the broken one and I, I, I found that. a compatible one. And it's so funny because I have the same experience. I was fishing on a rod that my father had given me. And then I bought this, I, you know, years ago, I bought this Abu Garcia reel, the spinning reel, which is great. It's a $32 reel. It was me like leveling up from, you know, having a, a one that was in my dad's garage for 20 years or whatever. I, I, I also broke my rod, one from my father, by crushing it in my car window by rolling my windows up. It happens. And then I stopped at Goodwill on the way home from work from a shoot the other day. And I found this, this rod and reel combo. It looked really old and it was pretty dirty and it was $8. And I said, hey, what the hell, man? I ran the handle and it had the bearing, it had good action. It was still going up and down, it was eight bucks. Took it home, cleaned it up, threw some line on it, looked it up online, $40 antique Japanese spinning reel. And I was like, what? For eight bucks and it came with the rod. It's, the, it's what I've been fishing on for the last like month. I caught four fish in the Arkansas on that rod. That was the day, one of the days that I went up. You can find great stuff, even if you don't know what it is. If it's under 10 bucks and it looks like it's got all the pieces, come on, stock up, man. Because the thing is, you're going to break stuff. I was at the fly shop the other day and I was getting, you know, educated on flies. Um, and he was looking at my selection. He's like, yeah, you know, I grab like four or five of those at a time. What? And he's like, yeah, man, if you're not losing flies, then you're not fishing right. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I didn't know that. And that's um, that's one of the benefits of of what you had mentioned earlier about that Wakeman fifty five piece combo. It has multiples of just about everything because mm -hmm. once you're out there, you're learning. You're gonna lose a lot. You're yeah. gonna lose line. You're gonna lose hooks. You're gonna lose lures, weights, bobbers, everything that comes in that kit. You're gonna lose at least something. The water taketh. Uh, our biggest note: if you're hitting up Facebook Marketplace, if you're at Goodwill, if you hit up an estate sale or a garage sale and you bring a rod and reel home, cool. Yeah, we always say wash everything. If you are going to buy anything used that goes in the water, we're talking lures, we're talking bobbers, weights, hooks, gotta clean, 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 clean and sterilize that stuff because we don't, you, don't, you don't know where that stuff's been. I, and I think I know Nick does the same, after every trip that we're out on the water, we sterilize all of our equipment from our shoes if we're walking through the water or on the stuff that we put in. When it comes to our dedication to conservation, it's really important that we keep our waters protected and our fishies protected so that we can have fun, our kids can have fun, our friends and neighbors can enjoy it too. That's a big step in it. It sounds silly, like, why should I wash this? It's just going in water. Well, there's a lot more in water, especially if you're fishing in some of the city water spots in town that are stocked with fish. Some of that water can get really, what's the word, disgusting. And if you take something that was in that water up to uh, the mountains where you got crystal clear, beautiful lake, 
and you're throwing the same stuff in there, you're you're putting a lot of bad contaminants in that uh, mountain water. Those fish in those waters are not um, exposed to those, and it could be pretty harmful. So clean them up. Clean up your goodies. Don't say no to a good deal. You can always take a picture and DM it to us on Instagram and be like, yo, I found this. Is this is this worth it? Is this a good deal? I said, if you're buying, use tackle, spinner's bait hook, anything you're going to yoink a little cutie with, you need to sterilize it. Does everyone do it? No. Not everyone does it. Should you do it because you care about the fish in the water? Yes, you should. So summing up the finding that gear, we put these two things together because it's they're really simple to get, at least the set from the Walmart, and they're going to give you everything you need. And the purpose of doing this is so that you can have a ballpark number in your head about what it's going to take for you to get out there on the water. Like I mentioned earlier, if you grab gear like this, are you going to grow out of it? Sure. Once things start to click and you're ready to get down to some fishier business, you're going to need some better gear. But you don't need to jump into that gear that hurts the wallet and makes you feel like, man, I shouldn't be out here fishing. I, I need to be making some money. We've got a lot of other episodes coming up soon where we're going to dive deeper into the specifics of all the equipment that you'll be using when you're trying to yoink a little cutie out the bath. But for now, we're just trying to give you an example of some tools to get together so you can get your toes wet. And we're trying to keep it simple. So we've got our license. We've got some gear. We did our best and we kept it close or under a hundred bucks. Now it's nine o'clock and we said that we'd meet our friends at the water at eight tomorrow morning, but we don't have any line on our reel, right? So putting line on your reel is that next step. And I know we're getting kind of granular, but I promise you when it comes to how you could be preparing your tackle and your reel and rod, this isn't that granular. <laughs> There's a link in the show notes for a really simple classic video on how to throw some line on your reel yourself. It's very simple. You don't need to already know how to fish. You don't need to have ever fished. You just need to know how to log into or to watch a video on YouTube. The other thing that you might've heard about that might feel like a barrier for angling is knots. Tying knots, well, I'm not the one who's gonna tell you that you need to learn knots. I didn't even have that written down, Nick. That was just off the cuff. Yeah. The simplest knot that you're gonna need to know is the fisherman's knot. The link in the description of the show it's going to take you to a quick little animated video. You're pretty much going to use this knot for everything if you're just doing some simple spinning reel and rod fishing. Now, if you get into fly fishing, there's a few more things you got to learn connecting leader lines to fly lines. And, but the fisherman's knot is really simple. And honestly, you're going to learn it after two ties. It's what you're going to use to tie um, pretty much every hook and lure to your line that you're fishing with. Dan, are you familiar with the Palomar knot? I am not. Is that it similar is another, to another super simple, super Palomar. simple knot. You can tie hooks, lures, spinners, all sorts of different barrels onto another that. versatile one. Yep. Okay, we'll put that one in the show notes too. Some two, I would call them. Would you you call it a beginner's knot? I'd say so. Before we wrap it, I want to lastly talk about bait and lures because that's going to be like that next barrier as far as like how do I know where to go fishing and stuff. We're gonna talk about that in some other episodes. But bait and lures. If you're fully new to the game and you're not sure what to go with, well, luckily you grab that all-inclusive tackle box. So you're going to kind of have a variety of equipment already to start fishing with. There's a lot of different fishing methods, especially if you're just hitting one of the waters in the city. It's 20, 30 minutes from your house. Those ponds are usually stocked. There's tons of families there and there's kids pulling out 10-inch 
smallmouth bass all the time. It, you'd be surprised how simple it can really become. You can be doing simple things like throwing spinner lures and spinner lures traditionally are like, they come in a few different sizes, but they've got a treble hook at the bottom, which is gonna be a three hook. And then there's gonna be a little piece of metal or some color that spins around while it's pulled through the water. That's gonna attract and anger some fish and they're gonna come after that bad boy. And that one's fun. If you're, if you're somebody who's looking for some action when you're out on the water and you don't wanna be that classic old guy with all the fish hooks in his hat, just sitting there like quietly on the side of the lake and you want to just move and you want to move around the water spinning lures is the way to start that's going to give you the fun action because you really got to comb the water and you're really doing some hunting there unlike if you've got a baited hook and you're out there with a bobber and you want to crack open a beer and relax while you wait before you do hit the water you've got all this equipment you've never been out before spend a little bit of time on youtube online reading about a few different fishing methods for the type of fish that you you're really excited about catching it's funny mentioning broomsticks because if something happens to your rod, you can always just wrap some string around a broomstick, find a twig on the riverbank, on the, the side of the, the reservoir, wherever you're fishing. Tie some line on there. Use some good old duct tape. Put a bobber on. You can fish with anything. You can. and Just need your license. I, it you know, reminds me of that time I, one of my spinner lures was caught in a tree. I held my rod up high. You went around, pulled it out of the tree. You threw it in the water. And we weren't, you and I at that moment thought to ourselves, we're not even fishing. And yeah, we I was were like, just thank God to... I didn't lose this. As soon as it hit the water, 13 inch wild rainbow trout. Like the, the meat, it was mean and beautiful, but bit it right away. I didn't even realize I had caught something. I thought Nick just threw it in and it in, right away it hit into the rapids and went under a rock. So Nick and I caught a fish together. Cause you don't even know, sometimes you don't know when you are fishing. <laughs> sometimes, so yeah. <laughs> Follow us at, at Rainbow Boys on YouTube and Instagram. Again, that's Rainbow Boys, boys spelled B-O-I-E-S. And if you have any questions, anything that you might need help with, I mean, we're always here to help. Send us an email, rainbowboyspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's B-O-I-E-S, rainbowboyspodcast at gmail.com. We're hitting the water as often as we can, constantly learning, constantly failing. But what we have learned and that we can confidently share with you is that you can get out on the water on a tight budget and it's accessible. You don't need to know a lot already. We want to make sure that you guys know that it's about the peak experiences that you create with your friends and your family when you're out in the water. Am I sometimes a little bit embarrassed because I don't know a ton about my own equipment? I mean, I'll tell you what, when I was out uh, casting with my fly rod the other day on the water, um, I felt very silly. <laughs> I, I, I know I looked silly. I got the fly cotton trees many times. Get your gear, get your license, hit us up if you have any questions about what you're looking at. Fishing is fun, it should only be fun. If you're feeling stressed about what it takes to get out in the water, then let's have a conversation. And we hope that this episode gives uh, you some ideas and some encouragement to say like, hey, I can make this happen. Maybe it's not in the budget this month, but maybe I can be ready for it next month because I still got time. All right, friends, until next time, get out there, get your toes wet. <laughs>